can hear the ticking in the background, check it out. You'll know that I've got the little timer going. 10 minutes or less on the cow timer for our day two of the Get Up and Go free 30-day challenge. Challenge to get up and go. And that'll be different for each and every one of us. What do we need to do? What I need to do to get up and go and keep moving in different directions and different areas of my life is different than what you need to do. But today, this is all about what's in it for you. W-I-I-F-U. Now, I think a lot of people have heard of the expression W-I-I-F-M, what's in it for me. And I don't think until I was an adult and in business that I ever even heard of this. Now, on a subconscious level, I know I thought of it, and every time I was in a situation, I would automatically ask myself, what's in it for me? Why should I be friends with this child? Why should I do this homework? Why should I go out with this person? Why should I take this job? What's in it for me? We always are on a personal level, subconsciously or consciously asking ourselves, well, what's the benefit to me to do this particular thing? And we, and I invite you to do the same thing with respect to this challenge and anything else you do, any other choice and decision you make. Always filter it through, well, what are the advantages to me personally of doing this? So what, I'll share my personal advantages, what's in it for me to do the challenge, not to lead the challenge, but I participate in the challenge right along with you. What's in it for me to do it? And remember, I've done it seven or eight times before. This is our eighth time through the 30 free day one, but I've done a lot of other challenges in the past. Yesterday I shared, I don't know if I shared the number or not, but I calculated that I've done at least a quarter of a million different challenges in my life. And how I define that may be different than how you define how many challenges you've done. I also shared my biggest personal challenge, at least I believe so far, was um, overcoming a sudden cardiac arrest and you know Robin dead and still being here to talk about it most people don't have something like that but we all have equally difficult to us challenges and they come up all the time so what's in it for you what's in it for me to have a way of a process to automatically handle challenges number one it's ability to handle challenges and changes in my life automatically on a subconscious level, knowing that if I install this framework and if I follow these steps and I use this particular process, because we all already have a process of handling challenges and changes, and we'll talk about that in a couple of days. We already have one. We already have a way of doing it. It just might not be the best way for us. It's worked for us so far, but I'm always looking to continually improve and find better, faster, easier, more efficient, and more effective ways of doing absolutely everything. And one of those is always dealing with setbacks and failures and obstacles and challenges and changes, whatever we want to call them. So the ability to handle that on autopilot to me, whenever I can automate or anything that I know is going to happen on a regular basis in my life or in my business or in my career or in my relationships, I want to do that. I want to, I want to set that and forget it. Now, not totally forget it because I annually review processes and things that I use, but I want to be able to know that I don't have to worry about it or think about it on a conscious level. There are so many things coming at me and all of us all the time these days. Just think the media, kids, family, relationships, news, uh, traffic, whatever. There's, there's so many things that we actually have to pay attention to and think about just to keep ourselves safe and uh, semi-effective in the world. Anything that we can offline and outsource and automate is a good thing, at least in my book. Uh, number my number two reason for and I'm gonna look at my list because I actually just jotted these down a minute ago my number two reason for doing this challenge and, and actually participating in it is it gives me the opportunity to align with my 
values, my path, what it is that I want to create in the world, what's really important to me, not what somebody else thinks should be important to me, not what my kids or my mom or my sisters think should be important to me, but to actually do what makes me feel best and create my life the way I want it to be, not the way other people think it should be. I also like to do the this challenge and any challenge because it allows me to be an example and a role model of emotional intelligence, how to deal with change and challenges. I don't know if you noticed, but during COVID and stuff, if you looked around, the vast majority of the population, at least around me and most people I know, was not handling the change and the challenge as effectively or as well or even emotionally intelligently as they possibly could. And so I like that I have a, the ability to to handle challenges and change as well and then be an example and a role model for other people, especially my kids and the people I love and care about, my business associates. I want to make sure that they know that we don't have to freak out whenever there's a change or challenge that happens in our life. Uh, number four, bar none, this is probably the reason I do it the most. Doing a challenge, doing this challenge or any other challenge is the fastest, easiest way to get a result bar none. It's the fastest, easiest way to get a specific result that you want. So the challenges that I've done, and I've done hundreds and hundreds of other people's challenges as well as my own. Uh, I do them with a, a specific outcome or end in mind. This is what I want to get out of this particular challenge. I go in with that in my mind so that I am clear about what it is that I want. So those are some of my main reasons. Oh, and my fifth reason is because it's all about me. It's all about me making my life work better, just like everything we do and everything I do or you do. And it's not being selfish. It's about knowing that if I don't take care of myself and take care of the things and the different areas and aspects of my life that need to be taken care of, I don't have the ability to help or take care of anyone else, including my kids, my granddaughters, the people that I love and care about, as well as the people that I'm in business with. So those are just some of the reasons that I like to do this particular challenge and challenges as a whole. Today our tool is set point, having a set point, having a way to measure how we're doing at something. And my best example of this is to think of your thermostat. In the, in the winter, if you live in a cold place, you set your thermostat on a certain temperature so that when the temperature in the house drops below that, it goes right back up, the furnace kicks in and keeps your house at that temperature. In warmer climates, we do the same thing, or in the summer where I live, we do the same thing with our uh, thermostat for our air conditioning because we want it to be at a comfortable point for us. All of us have a change or challenge set point whether we realize it or not. And I like to set a scale up, a scale from 1 to 10, 1 being like no resistance, 0 being absolutely no resistance, whatever happens you just roll with it, 10 being you're really pushing back, you're really pushing against uh, what is, right? Because challenges and change, things are changing all the time, we're just resisting what is. So. Our action item today is you have an or choice today. You can share your reason for doing the challenge, what you want to get out of the challenge, your biggest reason, or you can share what your set point is right now when it comes to changes and challenges. For example, I like to look at my pre-COVID set point, my COVID, what happened as soon as COVID hit, what was my resistance, and then my post where I'm at right now. And for me personally, before COVID, I was about an average dealer with changes and challenges and, and situations came up. During COVID, I immediately shot up to an eight with respect to resistance and questioning and wanting to have more information. And now, after doing this challenge seven times, my resistance is about a three, which is about where I want to keep it. I don't want it to go to zero because I want to be 
thinking about and conscious about the things that would really be uh, impacting me in either positive or negative ways. So I don't want to have no resistance to just go with the flow of absolutely everything that happens, but I want to be smart about it. So any questions about this? What's in it for you? If you don't know what's in it for you, ask. Let's get really clear on that it, and what your outcome is. What do you want to get out of this challenge? Number two, our tool is the set point. And when there isn't a measure like a thermostat that I can numerically use, I create my own measure. So I just use a scale of one to 10. What's my set point? Zero, no resistance. One to 10, increasing levels of resistance. 10 being dead stop. I'm not doing anything. I'm not moving. I have so much resistance. I can't even hardly breathe. And, or you can share your set point or what your biggest reason for um, doing the challenge is. All right, any questions, hit me up in the comments below. I'm, I'm cheating and looking at my timer. I want to make sure I'm under 10 minutes. Have an awesome day, and I will be with you tomorrow for day three of our Get Up and Go Challenge. Again, framework, setting the foundation, and then we'll get into the meat and the heart and the examples of how you can do this and how we install it in our subconscious so it all becomes automatic. Have an amazing day, and I'll be with you tomorrow.